Now, please, will you welcome our guest moderator, film critic and Empire Magazine journalist, Phil DeSemlin. Hi, everyone. Um, thank you so much for coming down to the Apple Store tonight for this Q&A. Um, it's really exciting to be able to, uh, to welcome Ice-T. He's not only a hip-hop legend, as I'm sure you're all aware, but also an actor um, for many years now. And if you've seen New Jack City lately, you'll know that he can act, rap, and run all at the same time with great effect. Um, he's now also adding to his list of uh, accomplishments, filmmaking, with his documentary about hip-hop, um, Something from Nothing, The Art of Rap. Before we welcome him to the stage, uh, let's have a look at the trailer. It didn't start out as a popular culture movement. It didn't even have pop culture ambitions. We're not supposed to be thinking like this. We're not supposed to be talking like this. We created something from nothing. We wanted to hit everybody across the head with a sledgehammer, like, listen to what we're doing out here. There has to be a method for the madness. I don't like looking at you. Fix your pants, fix your hat. What are you doing invading my home? Why are my kids liking your music? What's going on? Back in the days, we used to call it the dozens. Slaves would start saying, your head's bigger than your neck, and that makes you a lollipop. Ah! It's a folk art. It's folk music. We took the record player and turned it into an instrument. Here's this world you know, which you may not know about. And the people who lived in that world from the other side of the tracks gave them a voice. Hip-hop didn't invent anything. Hip-hop reinvented everything. Lyrics is what rap is all about. Rhymes that paint pictures for people. This is some of my purpose. This is my perspective. Say something with some dignity behind that rhyme. I mean, you can consider Dr. Seuss a rapper. They think you're just talking over a record. It's Q-Tip's voice. It's Snoop's swag and personality. What's your style? My style, I would say, is Taekwondo. <laughs> hip-hop is a masterpiece, but nobody painted it all. When you talk about hip-hop, we talking about the whole movement. Let me tell you something. make yourself hungry. That's just the way I do it. I'm a little bit tough in the studio, but everybody's happy once they come out of the booth. I don't have no business wearing saggy jeans. <laughs> you don't want to get rich and die trying. <laughs> I act like the mic cut off. Yo, 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 the mic cut off. <laughs> get them suckers off the stage. They whack. <laughs> Thank you for letting us be ourselves. Rap is not pop if you call it that to stop. I'm not BET or MTV. I'm H-I-P-H-O-P. -P. Freestyle. <laughs> You see the camera right there? Keep it moving, Pippin. All right, love is love. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for iced tea. So um, I'm gonna, we're going to sort of have a, a loose Q&A, but we want to make this kind of as audiencey as possible. So think up some questions, and uh, about 20 minutes in, we'll throw this out to, to you guys to ask guys what's on your mind. Um, congratulations. Yeah. I, I've got to say, I read somewhere today, somebody was saying, you know, it takes stones to open up a movie on the same day as Dark Knight Rises, but you're that, <laughs> you're that man. You've kind of delivered. Um, 
without fear, has this been something that you've wanted to do for a really long time and, and has just kind of, you've waited for the right moment to make it happen or? Not this particular movie. You know, I've always, uh, after I started being in movies when I did New Jack City, after a while I got the bug. I've been making, been in film now almost 20 years, over 20 years, and uh, I wanted to direct features. And then one day I was sitting at home and I was watching television. It was a weatherman rapping, <laughs> right? So I'm looking at the rapping weatherman, and I'm like, okay. What's he doing? I yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, you know, hip-hop is now such a part of global culture. Do people really know where it comes from? And I think a lot of people may not even respect it because they don't really know where it came from. It's just been here since they've been alive. And I just got an idea. I said, well... If you want to direct, maybe this is a good place to start. A lot of directors start with documentaries. I said, reach for the lowest hanging fruit. And I just called up all my friends and I said, I got an idea. We're going to do a movie. I need you in it, but I'm not going to ask you about money, cars, girls, jewelry. I'm just going to ask you about the craft. And everybody's like, nobody asks us those questions. And uh, made this movie. I got, connect I got connected with a film company got guys over here named Jolly Good Films from London and I told them the idea and they said that's brilliant <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we made the movie yeah it's kind of weird because obviously there's a thriving UK hip-hop scene but it's not perhaps as, as big and corporatized and, 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 and commercialized as the US and yet you've kind of worked with a British production company how did that come about well the thing of it is hip-hop has been here as long as I've been in it the first place I ever toured to when I left the United States was London. This was my first stop when I'm, you know, when come leaving the United States. And uh, there were rappers here attempting to rap at that time. At that time, I was just attempting to rap. It was my, my new career. But, you know, when I first came to London, everybody hated me because they thought I was a liar. Because you guys had only seen, you know, uh, only seen... California Girls by David Lee Roth. You, you know, I'm saying, talking about L.A. gangs. You're like, that's, in British, that's rubbish. You know, you guys aren't, aren't from, you know, you're not from New York. You're just a guy trying to be tough. But then once the U.K. realized that I wasn't lying and that L.A. has the biggest gang culture in the United States, then they loved me. Yeah. Then I, I, I was, like, vindicated, and I came here. And I've always loved coming here, so... And uh, I signed one of the earliest hip-hop groups out of the UK, Hijack, back in the day. So you may not know it, but yeah. the UK has a very, very strong hip-hop yeah. scene. Mm -hmm. Right, you, um, you had them last night at the premiere, I think, didn't you, Hijack? I didn't expect them, you know. Somebody said some of the Hijack guys would show up. So then they ended up popping through the door, and, and that was the first time in 20 years all of those guys saw each other. Yeah. And so I had him backstage, and I said, well, you guys are a rap group, right? Well, what do rap groups do? They rap. I'm going to put you guys on stage. <laughs> and they were like, looked at each other, and they got off. It was like they never left. It was, yeah. a, it was a good look for them. Yeah, one of the things that really comes across in the movie is, I mean, at one point you say that the rap music saved your life. Yeah. So it's obviously, you know, profoundly personal to you, but also you go back to you know your roots the music's very conscious of where it's come from and you explore that in the movie um it must have been a, a kind of a nostalgic and kind of emotional experience for you to be talking to these guys that you've been well, one thing about hip-hop if you're part of any culture uh your job is always to uplift the culture represent the culture promote the culture and um 
you know, I, I, rap is what got me started. I wouldn't be in movies, I wouldn't be on television if I didn't start rapping. People ask me how to get into acting. I'm like, well, I would never have been acting if I didn't have big records. When I did New Jack City, they asked me to do it because I was hot at the time. So um, this was just a way for me to give back. This is like a love letter to rap. Like people say, well, Ice, you're over here now, but I'm like, you know, I'm never going to forget where I came from. So now that I have the means and the ability, let's make a movie yeah. that makes people look at hip-hop as the great artistic, you know, gem that it is. You know, I mean, hip-hop has changed the world. It's brought people from all colors, races, uh, you know, places on earth together. And it's it's something that a lot of people really still don't respect, mm. and I I wanted to get that respect. Mm. Yeah, well, it's a love letter, isn't it? And it's something that I think people that maybe don't necessarily call themselves hip hop fans can appreciate, you know, the where it's come from. Well, the movie is something from nothing. Yeah. So even if you don't like rap, this is a story about a bunch of kids because it's a youth culture that created something, and now. They're doing big things, you know? I mean, at the, in, in the movie, when we show up at Dr. Dre's house, you're like, wow, what have I been doing with my life, you know? <laughs> and, and, uh... He's already got several houses on top of each other. It's crazy, but he deserves it, because he produced some of the greatest music in our time. And, um... Anybody can look at, you know, the work ethic that the kids in hip-hop use. You know, Dr. Dre says... In 27 years, he hadn't been out of the studio more than two weeks. So this, this can work for anybody that's trying to make it. Mm. It's, it's an inspirational movie. Yeah. Let's take a look at a, at a clip from the film. Let's do that. Let's do that. You were going to personally train a rapper to be great. You met a new cat. What would be the first lesson you'd give him? The first thing I would try to teach him. The very first thing would be originality. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I think that is so important because sure. it's like, it's, it's, whenever you're following a trend, trends come and go. True. So when that trend is gone, you're gone. <laughs> you're basing your career on a banging beat mm -hmm. and a catchy hook. So you know what you just did? What'd you do? You just made the producer a star. <laughs> Big Daddy Kane. <laughs> That's a good clip. What you don't do in this film is just like make a few Skype calls on your mobile to a couple of your clients. You really talk to a lot of people. And these are people that, you're, that you know well, aren't they? Yeah. Well, when, you, when you're directing a documentary, you can't really direct the actors or the people on it. So what you do is you put out a bullet list of how you want it to look. You're asking the cameraman to get these these shots. Now, I'm not behind the camera, so I'm in front of the camera this whole movie. I'm the one doing the interviews. So you're kind of laying out the texture of the film. And then you go into the editing process. We had to edit 70 hours of film down to two hours. Did which, you leave anything out that was really tough? Come on, I got, I got like 20 movies. Yeah? I got 20 movies. I mean... Stick it on the DVD. This, I mean, <laughs> the DVDs don't hold that much. So it's... it's There'll be more and more incarnations of this film, but um, you know, it was one of those types of things where 
I, I, I said, I only want to interview the people I know. Mm. I'm only going to interview my peers. This isn't a movie about see your favorite rapper. Mm. This is more like see the rappers Ice-T has worked with in his career, my friends. And that way you get a real comfortable conversation. You don't get that, that normal interview. You get that interview like Ice and them are just chopping it up. And that way you get crazy stories, yeah. too. Yeah, the stories were amazing. Yeah. I think one of my favorite moments is you're talking to KRS One and he's explaining how he became a rapper, and it's yeah. maybe you can kind of. I mean, KRS One says the, re you, the, the way he became a rapper was he was standing around two rap guys battling, and one of the guys just picked him out the crowd and started dissing him. And KRS was like picking, pointing out his clothes and saying how whack his shoes were. And KRS said, I got to say something. <laughs> and he said he just made a rhyme up off his head and kind of took the guy out and everybody applauded him. He says, well, maybe I can do this. And that was the birth of KRS-One, <laughs> one of the greatest cool. rappers, yeah. You, you talked about that you just really wanted to make it about the music and, and stick there of the beef. And, the, mm -hmm. and you've gone from the East Coast via Detroit and Eminem mm -hmm. to the West Coast, which is where you kind of grew up in, in the music business at least. Was it difficult to leave all that other stuff out? Was it difficult No, absolutely to... not. I hate all that other stuff. Mm. You know, right now I think we live in a very uh, gossip-based culture. You know, you can have somebody that's really important that does great art and all you want to know is about who they're sleeping with, what car they're driving. You know, just to me that's nonsense, you know. Um, Unfortunately, that's where we are today in culture. Everybody cares about the stupid stuff. And uh, if that's all you get out of the artist, then you start to believe that's who they are. Yeah. You know, I mean, somebody will ask, do, I, they could do a 20-minute interview with me. And at the end, they'll say, Ice, what kind of car you got? And I'll say, oh, I got a Bentley. And the headlines will be, Ice-T drives Bentley. <laughs> right? And that's it. They'll throw the whole rest of the interview away. Yeah. And, and you're like, wow. So it's, it's like nowadays when I do interviews with people, a lot of times they'll ask me questions and I'll have to stop them and say, well, this isn't about that. And then people say, well, you're being defensive, but you know, there's personal questions and then there's questions about the movie and the art. And sometimes you, nowadays you really have to make people focus on that <laughs> or they'll just go on some other tangent that's really a bunch of bull, really. Mm. You're telling me you've got a bicycle. Got a bicycle or something. They'll catch you <laughs> off guard, though. You'll just be talking on the way to the elevator, and that'll be what gets in the press, you know? <laughs> so it, with this film, we stayed away from that. I, didn't, I, I wasn't concerned with anybody's personal stuff. And the thing of it is, is by me asking my friends to do it, they opened up their lives for me, but they trusted me. Mm. No one came and said, hey, I got to see the edit or whatever. And my job was not only to make a movie that's great for them, but great for hip-hop. I wanted hip-hop to say, this is our movie. Yeah. And it's official. Yeah. You know? And to get something accepted in the hip-hop culture like that, that's a difficult task, too. Because there's usually all some rapper that doesn't feel it or says something. But to diss my movie, you got to diss everybody <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> so that's very uh, difficult. Which we think is not a good idea. No, it's not smart. <laughs> um, let's have another, another clip. The joy and the beauty of being a, a hip-hop artist, you can truly express who you are and truly be who you are. When you're a rapper, you... You get to say what you think, what you feel. People hear your perspective. 
people hear your spirit and your soul if you're using that. And they hear your imagination to be able to write a rhyme and say, look, this is what my life has been about. This is some of my purpose. This is my perspective. People, people will know what you think. They know where you stand. They know, they know where you fly, you know? He seems like a really zen dude, Common. Is he the calmest guy that you interviewed? Nah, Common's crazy. Is he? Nah, he's a, he's a mellow dude. You, know, you forgot when he battled Ice Cube, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, I mean, I think everybody has these different sides. And I tried to catch... I mean, Common, maybe that clip was the closest to what people think Common is. I wish I could have got Common saying some stupid joke or something. <laughs> but I tried to show people the MCs that I know. You know, me being able to perform and tour with Eminem and all these other cats. I know them in a, a personal way. So getting them in front of the camera, it was fun. It was easy. And we reveal a lot of sides. I think my favorite story is Rev Run talking about eating French toast in a jacuzzi at the presidential <laughs> yeah, suite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, waiting on the hose, waiting on the... the, uh, the he Rolling got Stone journalist, Rolling yeah. Stone journalists coming, and the man that does his hair and the syrup is going into the... I mean, come on, that's Reverend Run. Talking about hoes? Come on. So it was funny, and I'm just sitting there like, really? But it was, it was honest. And that was a question. I asked him, what is it like to be on the top? And at one time, Run DMC was at the top of the game, undisputed. Mm. I'd never been at the top of the game, undisputed, and they have, and I asked, what's that perspective? And they were able to tell me, you know, it was interesting. Yeah, right. One of the things, another, you know, thing that was great about what you, the questions and the angle that you took with, with them is the, the writing process. Mm -hmm. And there's so many interesting kind of approaches and styles to it. Um, you've got, um, you know, people that have sort of a mathematical approach mm -hmm. almost, and grandmaster. Yeah, yeah, Rakim, exactly. Um, what's yours? How does, how does your kind of rap writing work? Well, I used to, when I first started, I would write raps before I would hear the music. And then as I started to go in deeper, I'd write down ideas, but not the rhymes. Like if I get an idea like about something, I'm like, I need to make a rap about that, you know? Then I usually like listen to music and I make music and um, the music tells me what the song is about. Mm. So you could put on a track and it's, real sinister and stuff and somehow another words just come out of space and they start to talk to me and I like writing to the beat now. It just, it just happens. Like I say in the movie, sometimes I can go for months and I can't write a record and then one night I can stay up all night and like write an album. It'll just happen. Mm. Um, I get also inspired by listening to other rappers. You know, I can listen to a mixtape or something, and I listen to a lot of other MCs, and then I'm like, they all suck. <laughs> and it makes me want to rap. Or, <laughs> or either he's so good, it inspires me, it gets me motivated to go in. But uh, everybody has different techniques. I, I've worked with Immortal Technique, I've worked with Chino XL. Some of the cats just write down the words that rhyme, that's it, nothing yeah. else. Uh, other cats are into compound rhymes, like Lloyd Finesse. Grandmaster Kaz writes in perfect penmanship. Yeah, you guys don't use many laptops. No, this cat's rapping on phones now. Like, they'll go in the studio and they'll have the iPhone up. Yeah. And but I'm like, somebody could hack your phone some <laughs> kind of way and steal your rhymes. I'm scared to put it on the computer. <laughs> and like, after I leave the booth, I always take my papers 
because I don't want somebody to come in. They might be able to decode the technique. There's a lot of secrets to go There's on. There's a lot in of there. secrets. You know, yeah. I've, I've had people in the studio, I won't say the rap, well, corrupt, right? From Dog Pound, stripped down to his boxes, like almost naked, drink like a pint of whiskey, and put the, put the studio black. Like, okay, let's go. Like, <laughs> like, yo, I've had MCs take the mic and lower it down halfway so they would rhyme like this. Like crazy stuff. You need some like some people like like they like they like in a starting position, like rhyming. I've seen MCs that have to hold the mic. So they take the microphone and we put a thing around it because they don't want to rhyme like this. Mm. A lot of different techniques. It doesn't matter because people don't get to see that. Yeah. But they do get to see in this film a couple of your trade secrets, which is a surprise. I give up some tricks. <laughs> There's some amazing, I don't know if I even want to spoil the tricks. They're kind of in the trailer, but they're, 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 it's great. They're really... It, like live concert <laughs> tricks. Yeah. Live concert tricks. You're right. But I, I think some people will see the tricks and then say, man, I was in concert and I did that. Yeah. And he right. sucked. I was the guy that was telling you the lyrics, right? Yeah. Yeah. One of my tricks is... Here's a trick I do. A lot of times, like, we'll, we'll get on stage and we actually... got to remember, I got, like, 11... We'll count and body count 11 albums, so I got a lot of different words going in my head. So the simplest record, you can forget the words to it, you know? Because even in the break, people are talking to you, things are going, water's flying, and you'll just black out. So what I do is usually there's a, there's a fan in the front row that knows every word to every record. So early in the show, I'll pick him out, and he becomes like my human teleprompter. <laughs> so I'll watch him, and if I mess up, all I got to do is put the mic in his face, and he'll start saying the rhymes and just get me back on beat. It's a trick. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> the human teleprompter. That sounds like a, that seems like a good <laughs> Makes point. Makes sense, to, too. To throw out some questions to the audience, stick your hand up, and we'll get, the, uh, we'll get a mic over to you. Gentlemen over here. Hi, I, Hi. First of all, thank you very much for coming to UK again with this great film. I was at the Apollo last night. Oh, you were there? It was amazing. Everything, you know, the, the movie, Q&A, and of course the, the show afterwards. Finishing with Hijack, it was amazing. Mm -hmm. I just want to say, we, we know about the past of hip-hop. We know um, the present, which unfortunately is... What of, it is. It's, it's it, pop. Yeah. It's pop. Businessmen yeah. trying to be billionaires, right. in my opinion. What do you see as the future of hip-hop? Oh, that's funny. People always ask me, what's the future? And I say, if I knew, I'd own more Apple stock. <laughs> <laughs> you come to no, I mean, if I, if I knew what the future was, I would go there and wait on everybody. I really don't know. Um, I can see rappers merging back with dance music a lot more electronic stuff with the dubstep stuff that's coming out because it all is born from the DJ. And there's no real beef between electronic music. I mean, you got to remember that Bambada and them started with it. So I can see that happening. I can see it merging itself back more with maybe some new form of electronic music. Um, Hip-hop is electronic music. You got to remember, we make use drum machines and synthesizers and record players. So, you know, and I see dance music becoming a little bit more funky because, you know, you got the boom, 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 boom. And now all of a sudden, now they're dropping the beat and the beat's going boom, 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 
and that's in dance music. So I see it kind of colliding at some point. Thank you. Also, can I just say the, the question at the, the concert when the, the lady said there's not enough women in the yeah. film, women rappers, I totally agree with you. The percentage was just right. Yeah, well, if you check the ratio, there were 34 MCs, I think, actually in the film. And I think for every 15 guys, there's one rapper. Uh, I would have liked to get more women in the movie. I just called Queen Latifah. I couldn't get little Kim. But this lady, you know, she was one of those ladies that took it personal. Like, she felt that she wasn't represented. I should have asked her to name some more female rappers. Exactly. And she would have been, because she didn't know nothing about rap to begin with. But I would have shut her up. I, I thought of that answer later. Could you just name someone else you like in the movie? Because she don't, didn't, wouldn't know a rapper standing there in front of her. But I, I, that was not the intent. The intent of this movie was to try to just reach out to the people I had personal uh, you know, MC Light and I started together at the, at, the, at, at the Latin Quarter. We were both backstage, nervous as hell. I went out on one of Salt and Pepper's early tours. So that's, that's more what it's about than, you know, who wasn't in the film. Thank you. Gentlemen at the back. Um, firstly, I've seen the film and it was amazing. So thanks, thanks Thank for you. doing Hip Hop Proud. Um, are you a fan of UK rap? And if so, who is your favorite UK rapper? Well, you just, we just answered that already. Uh, you know, the group I signed years ago was Hijack, and I was over here um, working. I was doing promotion, and Tim Westwood played them. I'm like, who the hell are they? They go, they Hijack, but, you know, you don't want to meet them. They from Brixton. They badasses. They might shoot you. you know? I'm like, that's my people, you know? And I hooked up with them. Now, I'm not familiar. I haven't had a chance to really get into any of the new artists out here. I heard y'all got a new music called Grime, which I want to get into. I want to find out. I heard, I heard there's also Irish rap that's coming out where they're battling and they're crazy and they got beards and shit, you know? So, I mean, you know, rap comes from everywhere. So, me, myself, I can tell whether... What I'll do is I can tell whether you have skills, whether you're doing your homework, or you're playing with it. And the only kind of rap I don't like is people that haven't put in the time to really learn how to do it and they're just messing around. And like Raekwon said in the movie, rap is like a fraternity or a sorority. It's, 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 a, it's a group of people. And if you don't reach that perimeter, you may think you're a rapper, but until a real rapper calls you a rapper, you're not a rapper, you know? And when I first was coming out, all I wanted to do was get the thumbs up from New York. I've been rapping in L.A. for years, but until Bambada and them said yes, and Mel and them said I was in the click. And I think as an artist, the first thing you want to do is get the thumbs up from an established rapper, you know? And, you know, UK, we know y'all can rap. It's not a problem. I think... I tell them UK, I say the trick is you have to dominate the UK. You can't come to the States. You have to be the baddest cat here. And then the UK has to support you and present you as that. You know, and then when they, when they say, oh, these are the hottest cats from the UK or whatever, when they come, they just stomp through the United States. And it's not impossible because Drake right now, he's from Canada. I mean, come on, let's be serious. <laughs> Thank you. Justin Bieber's from Canada, too, so I don't know if... Sorry, I mean... Justin Bieber's not doing bad, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of music nowadays 
Justin Bieber included and all these other guys, you know, it takes 10 writers right. to come up with absolutely stupid stuff. <laughs> and yet, some of the best music in our history, it takes one guy with a pen. What, what, does, that, what does that say about hip-hop? Well, rap is, rap is different. Rap is a music that you should have written the words. They have ghostwriters in rap that write for other artists. Some of these rappers, people you think can rap, have never written a lyric. But the true MC, he prides himself on writing his own lyrics. And you're correct. Like, what I might say in one record would be the equivalent to an entire Bruce Springsteen album, you know, because it's, it's so condensed. The thing of it is, is that Pop music is held to a different standard. Pop, you know, we can just hire a bunch of models and have them sing some words written by somebody else with music by somebody else, and people accept it. But I also don't think people really think pop artists have a lot to really talk about. I think they like, I like your song, that's great, but, you know, who the hell are you really, you know? And people just enjoy it. It's, it's kind of like music to have fun to. I think maybe one of the great pop artists out right now who has shown that they do have something to talk about is Lady Gaga, who is, a, who is actually an established musician. She can sing, she can do her thing. But to step out of that pop hole and really become an artist, even Justin, he's going to start having to write his own music. He's going to have to prove himself down the road because he'll make all the money, but it'll be something right here. He's going to want to get that approval of being an ultimate artist. He's a great performer. Now the question is, can you take it to that next level like Usher, his mentor, has, you know? Yeah, hi, Ice-T. Uh, big fan. Uh, I'm from New York also. Okay. Uh, what do you think about Jay-Z and his, uh, the way he's uh, been successful? Jay-Z's the man. Jay-Z, I call Jay-Z like a rap savant. He was the first person that said, I don't write my rhymes. Now, when people hear that, they think he just makes them up instantaneously on the spot. What he does is he composes them in his head. He, he makes them, he thinks them out, and he knows what he's going to say. I could teach you how to do it. It just takes a long-ass time, because what you do is you say one rhyme, and then you memorize that, and then you add more to it, and then you, and then you add more to it. And at the end of the day, you've now created a... I'd rather write it down. It's much faster. But... Uh, Jay's incredible. He started out at the bottom. He worked his way to the top. And God bless him. I mean, we were trying to get Jay for the movie, but he's a busy guy, and everybody was moving around. But nah, he's one of my favorite MCs. Okay. Okay. Sorry, guys. I think we've got to wrap it up there. Um, thank you so much for coming down. Um, the Art of Rap, Something from Nothing, The Art of Rap is out today. Uh, my magazine loved it. All the reviews have been great. It's a great movie. Congratulations. And... Uh, Put your hands together for, uh, for Ice-T.